The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D. From Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. Now, here's your host, Rev. Anna Schaus. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, and I want to thank all of you for joining us today. I'm very glad that you're listening. I love getting your comments on Facebook and email, and I want to thank you all so much for participating. Thank you for visiting us on Facebook. You can like Spirit of Recovery there and find some information about Spirit of Recovery. I also want to thank you for letting your friends and the people in your recovery community and your Unity community know about us here on Unity Online Radio. It's great to be broadcasting here about recovery and broadcasting about spirituality and about that connection. And I um, am so glad that what we're doing here on Spirit of Recovery is making a difference for you, that it's touching your heart, that it's opening your mind, that it's giving you some new ideas about recovery, about spirituality, and about that really important and essential connection. Every week we have uh, topics that are important to the recovery community and we have guests that are down-to-earth, knowledgeable, and innovative, people who are either in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people. Uh, We also have uh, guests that are bringing you spiritual insights that might be sharing about their own walk in recovery or perhaps they're sharing about their music or about um, ideas that they have or things that they teach or things that they write for people in recovery and spirituality. You can listen to the Spirit of Recovery in several different ways. Of course, you can listen live on your computer or through your smartphone, and you can listen on demand. We have lots of archived programs, and you can listen to those um, when uh, either, of course, through your computer or through your smartphone or through whatever uh, mobile listening devices that are there for you. We're always bringing you practical information that you can use, and we're always bringing you lively discussions that get you thinking. I want you to know that, uh, that Spirit of Recovery is a very welcoming place and that we realize that, uh, re- that recovery is a large tent that it is uh, a place for everybody, and you're very welcome. We're so glad to um, have you here. It may be that you're a person that's in recovery yourself from any kind of an addiction. It may be that you're the family member or the friend of someone um, who has the disease of addiction. Perhaps as a family member, you uh, are in your own recovery as a family member. And uh, Or perhaps not. There can be lots of different ways that we respond to this. Or perhaps you're just somebody that's interested and uh, wants some more information about recovery, about the disease of addiction, about spirituality. And uh, we're very happy to have you here listening with us. We uh, welcome you and we welcome your participation in our discussions. And we want you to know that um, we're happy to hear from you on our, uh, at our address, at our email address, or we're happy you can call in. Uh, The number that you can call in is 888-558-6489. 
and you can call into that with a comment or a question. So uh, we would be uh, happy to have you do that if you have a comment or you have a question for us here at the Spirit of Recovery. So um, we want you to know that today we have uh, a very um, interesting topic and we have a very interesting guest. And uh, that uh, topic today that we're going to be talking about is Spirit Moves. You know, when we get into recovery, that um, we aren't static. Life is not static. That when we get in recovery, we begin actually a real uh, and powerful and important process of inner movement. That we are starting to move in conscious relationship with our innate spirituality. So um, with that, we are uh, moving inside of ourselves to uh, understanding ourselves in new ways. We're understanding ourselves as uh, changing people, that it's not just that our outsides are changing, but that our understanding of ourselves and who we are internally is beginning to change and is beginning to shift. We begin to see ourselves in recovery with new eyes, and we realize that we have the ability to create good in our lives. One of the things that the disease of addiction does is that it robs us of a sense of power. It robs us of the uh, experience that we can actually author our own life. And so a lot of what recovery is is to, is to gain that sense of power, to gain that sense of authority so that we can then... Um, begin to have a sense of power in our own lives and so that we can indeed express our creativity. So today our guest here on Spirit of Recovery is Renee Laboa. Renee is the co-pastor of the Spiritual Living Center of Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, she's also a person who is uh, very engaged in her ministry with supporting people in the 12 steps and in the recovery process. the um, She's a very dynamic, a very humorous, and a very down-to-earth speaker. She's a new thought teacher, leader, and musician. She's very open about her past, and that's inspirational to all who hear her. And one of her favorite sayings is, if I can transform my life by using the principles of the universe, so can you. So uh, Reverend Renee specializes in working those with those people who have addictions and use the 12 steps, and she also specializes in the science of mind philosophy. And uh, she is going to um, be sharing with us today some of her music, and in just a moment, we're going to start off actually with hearing uh, one of her songs, which is just uh, beautiful, and then we'll have her on the air. So we're going to hear first her song, Testify to Love, and she'll tell us a little bit about that when she comes on the air. So here we go with Testify to Love, written and performed by Renee Laboa, my guest today on Spirit of Recovery. All the voices of the wind, every dream that reaches out, that reaches out to find where love begins. Every word of every story, every star in every sky, every corner of creation lives a day.
All right, that was my guest, Renee Laboa, singing Testify to Love. And again, she's my guest today here on Spirit of Recovery, and we're talking about spirit moves, so moving through change in recovery. So, Renee, tell us about that song, and you uh, let me know while it was playing that you didn't write that. That was my error, but you sure did sing it. So tell us about that song and how you came to record it and who did write it. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I really, really um, appreciate it, and I'm very excited. That song um, came into my awareness by a gal that was in our congregation who was um, dying of brain cancer. And she sent me an email one day and said, you know, this song is just so amazing, and you need to sing it. It would make me so happy if you sang this at church for me. And um, I said, absolutely, and they asked me to sing it at her memorial, and so um, I decided to record it on my last CD because when she was in the hospital, she pulled me close, and she was just able to whisper, and she pulled me close, and she says, do you know the most important three words and the only thing that matters in life? And I said, what is that? She says, I love you. Hmm. And so that song just, it just really speaks to me about being that force of love in, in the world and being that face of love. And I believe that sometimes we can be the only living expression of God's love in someone's life. So that's mm-hmm. a pretty powerful song for me. Thank you. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm, it absolutely you. is. Yeah. And it sure does speak to the process of recovery and that uh, experience that when, you know, when there's active addiction so often, love is what gets cut off and recovery opens up that possibility to be yeah. love in our own lives and with others. Absolutely. Absolutely. The recovery for me has been my um, my greatest accomplishment and the second being my relationship with God and spirit and the two of those blending together and, you know, um, you made the statement, um, you know, if I can change my life, then anyone can change it. And um, years ago, when I had just first come into recovery, I think I was just a brand new, um, brand brand new, just trying to figure out life. I went into this woman's office in a recovery office, and there was a, a statement on this plaque, and it says, it's never too late to be what you might have been. And so that statement drives me, and it it says to me that regardless of what happened, what regardless of what you've done, regardless of what um, life dealt you or what you brought into your own life, that it's never too late to be that magnificent expression of um, a being of love and light. It's never too late, and you can do it right here and right now because today starts today. And so that's kind of what my ministry is based on. Mm-hmm. Tell us some more about your uh, ministry, about how you do that. How do you help people realize that, Renee? Well, um, I'm a very honest um, honest speaker, and I tell a lot about myself in my teaching and when I use the principles of new thought and when I teach and I use my life as the example and not everyone of course has gone through the things that I've gone through but no matter where you are in your life you can use the principles these universal principles and so in my teaching I love to use life examples and use real life examples to show that we are all the same and just because I'm a minister doesn't mean that I don't understand the human struggle. I remember one of my congregants, she asked me, she says, oh, I bet you don't even have a TV, and you probably just meditate all the time. And then I just started cracking up. I said, oh, honey, I watch too much TV, and I probably need to meditate more. So um, I use these principles. I use principles of 
um, AA as well as New Thought. I like to combine them together. Our community has a lot of people that are in recovery um, that seem to just gravitate towards our center, and they are always happy to hear when I drop the hints that I understand where they're coming from, and they glom on to this teaching in the same way that I did with the urgency to find a truth about themselves that they had forgotten or maybe never even known. Mm-hmm. Tell us one of the ways that you do combine a 12-step principle with uh, a new thought principle. Well, to me, um, the the big book and the science of mind could have been written by the same person. I love to underline in um, the the, te- the textbook as well as the the twelve and twelve the similarities to the principles of AA as well as the science of mind, and it really is all about living in solution. And so when I combine the two, when especially when I'm working with someone maybe who has just come into sobriety. I like to remind them that the place to begin is in that lovely place of surrender and that it takes strength to surrender. And I then turn towards the principles of science and mind to tell them that it is all laid before them based on their mental equivalent, based on what they can imagine for themselves and that the past ended last night. And um, I like to take the 12 steps a bit farther than just the book and use these principles of the science of mind and new thought philosophy to help them anchor their identity as a child of God. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. So it sounds like one of the ways you do that is to help people understand the creative process. And as you okay. were just talking about there, help them to understand how they can create uh, some new and better things in their life. Is that part of it? Correct, yes. And I give them tools. I give them affirmations. I give them steps to work with as well as um, from the big book and also the science of mind. And I try to fold them in together. And I, I have them recognize a new idea about themselves is that they are not their actions and that who they are as a beloved child of the universe, and that anything is possible. And so I give them exercises and tools, and I'm a big fan of writing exercises. Okay. Hold so that they... thought. It's time for our oh. break. We'll get back okay, to that great. when we come back from our break. Thanks so much. My guest is Renee LeBeau. We're talking about spirit moves. We'll be right back. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book, and here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know every day in every decision. Just five principles. They cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org. Are you tired of life slamming the door in your face? Did you get another rejection letter, pink slip, foreclosure notice, or go on yet another bad date? 
Does it seem like the older you get, the more hopeless life seems? Are you ready to stop taking no as your final answer? Then join us for Design Your Life, a talk show by Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach. Go into the locker room for one full hour with the championship coach every week and start designing your winning playbook that will make the rest of your life the best of your life. That's Design Your Life with Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to Spirit of Recovery with Rev. Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you're listening with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is Spirit Moves. And we're talking about how when we get into recovery, we gain a new sense of our identity. We begin to understand ourselves as expressions of God, expressions of good. And that means we're going to change. We're going to develop an inner life. And we're going to have things changing on the outside. My guest is Reverend Renee Laboa. Renee is the co-pastor of the Spiritual Living Center of Charlotte, North Carolina, and she is a dynamic, humorous, and down-to-earth speaker, a New Thought teacher, leader, and a wonderful musician. She's very open about her life, and it that is inspirational to all who hear her. And so she is sharing with us today wonderful ideas about the integration of the 12-step philosophy and the New Thought philosophy and how those can work together so beautifully for people in recovery. Before I get back to my conversation with Renee, I invite you to share with me a serenity minute, a few moments to share with me a constructive idea that brings us into that conscious connection with higher power as we understand it and into just a few moments of quiet. So I invite you to relax, to take a full breath and a full exhale and share with me this constructive idea. Trusting my relationship with my loving higher power, I gracefully move into creating and living fully every day. Trusting my relationship with my loving higher power, I gracefully move into creating and living fully every day. And now we take a few moments in the quiet. Thank you, friends, for joining me in the Serenity Minute, and I trust that that was an opportunity to take a moment in the quiet to relax and to become consciously aware of that loving presence that is your higher power. And now I'm back to my conversation with Renee Laboa. So, Renee, before the break, you were uh, telling us about how you do integrate the 12-step principles and the New Thought principles, science of mind, and in your case, that's your wisdom tradition, as I like to call our paths, and you were talking about how you use writing exercises and affirmations with people. Tell us some more about that. Well, I love the creative process of the mind, and I love the idea of how when we were children, we just allowed our minds to go to all those places without the, without it being stopped. We just dreamed the dream. I remember my little sister, she wanted to grow up to be a mother duck. 
you know, I mean, for instance. And, you know, and then she wanted to be a pink rose. And, you know, we just encouraged her to let her mind go and to discover those hidden desires that, that lie within her. And that's what I like to do with my students and the people that I work with because especially those people that um, have come from substance abuse, they've forgotten how to dream. They have forgotten how to imagine a life for themselves that is other than the one that they had been in. And so I help them to get in touch with that through writing, through processes, through meditation. I teach them how to meditate. And I let them dare to dream again. And a lot of times what they find is a an idea that has been dormant within them waiting for their recognition. And I teach them to believe that anything in life is possible through that Christ-conscious idea, and they teach them what God is. And um, it's just really a, a beautiful process to watch somebody's light come on, let the light come on within them to see that spark of life just come forth, the one that had been dead and and buried under substance. Mm -hmm. What was your, one of your first experiences of seeing that you could (laughs) claim your innate spiritual creativity and what happened? Uh, Well, um, I kind of came, I came by this, um, a friend of mine, he kind of bribed me to go to a center with him. And I was maybe about two weeks um, clean, and I was a meth addict. And um, I started using drugs when I was about 15 years old, and I was on the street. And so I was in my early 30s, and um, he said, well, I'll take you to this champagne jazz bar if you'll go with me to the center. And I thought, ugh, it's church. And I sat there for the first time and listened to the message. And I wept through the entire message, and um, I think my teacher, Reverend Lisa DeSnow, said this one time. She says, I heard them speaking about a religion that I had made up. And what I mean by that is I had an idea about God and the universe that was different than my traditional upbringing, which was Catholic. And so in this in this sermon, they told me that I could be anything I wanted to be, and that was just a foreign concept to me. And so I had my friend that took me to this center with him. He was a practitioner, and so we sat down that afternoon, and I began to write out what it was that I wanted to experience in my life. And it was so it was so really elementary based on I had never done any work like that. And my life began to unfold Every time I set my intention for something, my life began to unfold in a better a better direction, and I gained momentum through these processes and reading the textbook and reading Charles Fillmore and learning about Myrtle and how you know she just prayed without without ceasing and so I began to do those things and Lo and behold, my life began to unfold before me, and I began seeing myself as a singer. And um, I was then invited to many churches, and my life began to unfold. And every time I, I visioned a higher idea for myself, slowly but surely the road opened up and the situations just were available to me. And I thought, wow, this is like magic. This is really like magic, this this teaching, this idea of intentional thought. And um, so I think my music was the first part, singing and being able to express myself in that way. And then I began traveling, and I wanted to share my message and my story. And somebody asked me to speak one Sunday, and then I was speaking and singing at churches, and then they asked me to speak and sing at a conference, and then I was speaking and singing at a conference, and and then I was invited to be the co-pastor of this center, and um, things just things just kept happening, and so it's been 18 years that I've been in recovery, and I still am surprised sometimes when I look at my life from where where it was to where it is, and. It is this teaching. This teaching not only saved my life, it transformed my life. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a song 
called This Too Shall Pass. Mm. And as you're talking about, it's reminding me of that maybe that in two ways. One is maybe, as you said, from your the past that you came from when you were in active addiction, your life now is so different. And the other way it makes me think of is uh, that when we're going through those changes, sometimes it's not like always an instant it gets better. Sometimes there's some stiff that has to come mm-hmm. up to be released. So oh, would you yeah. s- set the song up for us and then we'll hear it? Yeah, the um, This Too Shall Pass is actually a song written by a man named Eric Hansen who recorded this song with one-third of one of his lungs. That's yeah, all he had, and he has just recently had a lung transplant, and so he is this amazing inspiration to me. I am often inspired by others who inspire, so that's, I had to record this song because my mom always said that to me, honey, this too shall pass. All right, let's hear it by my guest, performed by Renee Laboa. Thank you, Renee. That is absolutely beautiful. Oh my I goodness. love that song. <laughs> yeah, boy, you got me crying here. Oh. That is gorgeous. And who's the man, again, that wrote that? What's his name? His name is Eric Hansen. Eric and Hansen. And he has the richest, deepest, most beautiful voice. And um, he sang that song at a conference um, with an on an oxygen tank, and I was blown away. And I thought, boy... There isn't anything that I can't face. Wow. Yeah. And you you know, while I was listening to that, you know, it reminded me that, you know, 
of what I've been going through in these past few weeks, I've been on sabbatical and my focus has been to um, get a good piece of my book finished. And it's autobiographical and it's called From Meth to Mystic. And um, it's hard to write, you know, because you um, go back and you relive some of that stuff. And as I'm sitting here listening to that song, I'm standing in my office and I'm looking out at my neighborhood and um, my cats are all around me and my dog and, you know, I have a homeowner's association and I have, you know, cars and vehicles and have this amazing life and it it still sometimes is shocking that I am here and then not shocking, of course, but it's like... That's what I want to. Sh- that's what I want to share with people is that anything, anything is possible. Yesterday ended last night. It's a brand new day, with brand new possibilities, and it doesn't matter who you were. It matters who you are today. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're saying that, it brings to mind what you said a little bit earlier in the program today about how um, in recovery and and for anybody that's wanting to open up to their spiritual. Uh, inner being or to God or however you want to put it, um, is that it changes our sense of identity. Mm-hmm. Talk about that some more. What do you mean? What do we identify with sometimes that's maybe not the full truth about us? And what does it mean to identify with, with our spiritual self or God or use many terms? Yep. Well, I um, I really didn't have an idea of a spiritual self when I was using. I, I really didn't even believe that there could be a God and I thought, how could there be a God if these things were happening to me? And a lot of abuse happened in those years, as well as, you know, the self-abuse. And so the idea that I had about myself was, you know, I was, I was taking up space and air, and I was not a valuable um, asset to life. And this teaching had for it it slipped in it slipped into to my psyche when i had my guard down one day when i was at that that um service and she said that we are all children of the most high and that god has no grandchildren and that each and every one of us was made in this perfection and and i remember thinking except for me and mm-hmm. and she echoed at that moment we're all the same. And I thought, wow, is that possible if, if, that I'm living a lie, that I could possibly be living a lie? And when I started reading the the truths that are written within these amazing pages of all the the thinkers that came before me, I started reading about myself in those pages and and reading about a possibility for my life and that if I just applied these principles to my life, I would have a new understanding of myself. And today, today when I work with people and especially women, I teach them about how absolutely beautiful and magnificent they are and that their actions have nothing to do with the divine light that emanates from them. But it takes, it takes some work sometimes to undo those patterns of thought that have been branded into our soul. So um, that is my greatest joy, is to bring that forth. Thank you. It's time for our break. My guest is Renee Laboa. Our topic is Spirit Moves, and we're talking about how moving into that uh, recovery and to the spiritual awareness of life changes us in our understanding of ourselves inside and changes what happens in our lives. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book, and here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. 
We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know every day in every decision. Just five principles. They cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org. Ever notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with your host, Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD. And now, here's Anna. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you're listening with us today. Our topic is Spirit Moves, and my guest is Renee Laboa. Renee is the co-pastor of the Spiritual Living Center of Charlotte, North Carolina, and she is a person who is in recovery and who integrates these 12-step principles with the science of mind principles. Science of mind is, of course, one of the new thought um, traditions and, uh, and one that's been around for a long, long time and uh, is such a blessing. So Renee is sharing with us how it is that she lives this and how it is that she teaches this to people. So Renee, before the break, you were telling us about um, how when you work with people and especially women, that there's some uh, changing of old patterns, old thought patterns. A lot of times, whether we're family members um, of folks that have the disease of addiction or whether we're people that have active um, substance addictions ourselves or whatever, often we have terrible self-talk in terms mm. of just so negative and don't like ourselves and da-di-da. Mm-hmm. So how do you work with people to help change that and help people know they are living expressions of God? Well, one of the things that I do, and thank you for asking, because it's really a big part of, of my work, is I have, when I was talking about the writing exercises, is that I, I have people do exercises that get them in touch with probably the source of a belief. And a lot of times when we go through a series of of worksheets will come to an understanding that that belief that they carry around as their own really was initiated by someone else and they adopted it as the truth of who they are. And so what I do is to help them realize that that was somebody else's idea and it's not the truth of who they were or are and they were sold a bill of goods that do not serve them and are they interested in carrying that around anymore. And then we go about the steps of letting go of those ideas and the responses to life and the dramatic responses because as... um as people um, using or drinking, we, we love our dramas. We love our dramas so much. And so I help them to respond to life in a different way and ask the question, is this real? And then when we can start having a relationship with the world outside of us, then we begin to understand the world that lives with inside of us. And it really goes back to radical self-care. And I teach people and women how to have radical self-care and to establish those boundaries and have self-talk towards themselves. I have them do exercises they, to where they have to write down everything negative that they say about themselves or the world that they live in, and it's very revealing. One of the things I have them do is carry around a rock a big rock usually, and that is all of the negative ideas that they have about them. And then we do a process and a prayer and a meditation to where we get to the point to where they're ready to lay that down and not carry that burden. And um, there's just so many different processes that come to me, and um, and it's work. It's it's work. Eighteen years later, I'm still doing my work, and that's one of the the prem- or one of the ideas that I stand on is that. I could not be sharing this with you or helping you through this or um, 
telling you a story if I wasn't experiencing it or had experienced it myself. And so um, it's work. Right. It's prayer and it's surrender and it's questioning and it's prayer and surrender and more prayer and surrender. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh Tell us some more about radical self-care and boundaries. Oh, boundaries. Boundaries, um, my word is usually no now, and I realized that I was a very codependent individual, and because I wanted to be loved and I did not know what unconditional love was, true love, that I said yes to everything because that was my form of getting love. And I wanted to please people, and that was my form of getting love. And so now I live my life as an example um, By taking care of myself, I show people how to take care of themselves. So radical self-care is I take care of self first because if if I'm not filled up and I am not spiritually fed, physically whole and sound, and mentally um, all of my synapses need to be firing, I cannot be something or there for someone else. And so radical self-care... is just no. I'm on a six-week sabbatical, and all my friends want to spend time with me, and I love them all dearly, and I'm saying no, 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 no. I'm saying no to my mother, and they're not happy about it, but what happens is that when I can fill up and take care of myself and spend time in prayer and meditation, then I become a better person, and I become happier. There's less drama um, I'm clearer, I'm more peaceful, and I'm able to stay centered as the day rolls on. Right. And I believe that that really creates better relationships. Is that I, there was a book somebody wrote in the, I don't know, 70s or 80s called Do I Have to Give Up Me to Be Loved by You? Mm. And, and, I th- and, of course, the, the whole premise of it was the only way we can have any love in our lives is by taking care of ourselves so do you find that ultimately it helps your relationships oh it does absolutely and here's what i also find too is that people that are not meant to be in your inner circle will vibrate away from you and you will draw to you people that absolutely want to support you in taking care of yourself and honor you for where you are and the steps that you're taking towards that inner peaceful world. And so, yes, my relationships are amazing. I, um, I, I'm just sitting here trying to think if I have any codependent relationships anymore, and I, I think that my last one just kind of vibrated away. And um, it feels so peaceful to live in a place and in a, a centered place where everyone in my inner circle supports me, um, celebrates me, does not get offended, does not get their feelings hurt, and they know that I will do the same for them in allowing them to be exactly where they need to be. Well, yeah, it's neat. That, it is neat. That's, that's living recovery. That's uh, moving with spirit. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the, you've got another sign we're going to hear called mm-hmm. strength, courage, and wisdom. That that's what you're doing with people when you're, when you're uh, setting those boundaries and, mm-hmm. and making sure that you're nurtured. Would you set this up for us and then we'll hear it? Yeah, and I, the, just real quick about the boundaries is, you know, nobody's going to keep your boundaries for you. That's for you to do. And so a lot of times people say, oh, they're not following my boundaries. No, that's for you to do. It's for you to continue to set that in place. And this song really talks about that, is that within us lies lies a, a warrior. Within us lies a guru. Within us lies all the wisdom of the universe and that we are more beautiful and more powerful and more intelligent than we could have possibly known before and it lies within us waiting for our recognition all right thank you song is about Mm -hmm. all right my guest renee laboa singing strength courage and wisdom
would like to uh, hear more of your music and also learn about your work and and your book when it's ready how can they find you how can they find well, out about more I'm very stuff? excited to say that my new website with all of this new stuff that's going on new retreats and all this uh, this that I'm bringing forth into the world is under construction and I have a magnificent web designer and so um, eventually, within, I think, the next few weeks, you can go to com 
and um, you will find everything you need to know about me there. Um, you can sign up. You can come hear me speak. You can see me speak on the website. You can listen to my music. You can purchase my music. Um, it's all going to be there, ready, um, ready to go out in the world, so it's exciting. Okay, so that's R-E-N-E-E-L-E-B-O-A dot com, right? Correct, correct. Renee Leboa, just the way it sounds, dot mm-hmm. com. Correct. All right, so in a few weeks, all right, under construction. So that's great. So I know um, that would be of interest to people. So, wow, what um, words of wisdom, what are your final words for us, Renee, about what's going to help us move with spirit? Because spirit's always moving. Mm-hmm. So your final words of wisdom for us today. Oh, take it easy. Just take it easy and live in gratitude And if you can't find big stuff to be grateful for, be grateful for socks or toothbrush or toothpaste or find something to be grateful in because when we can focus on everything that is present in our lives that is good and it allows us to find an inner peace and not continue to look outside of ourselves for something and we can just center in and be present with what is and know that right here and right now is enough all right thank you thank you for uh, your own uh work and your recovery thank you renee for Mm. your study of the science of mind and the new thought philosophy and most of all thank you for putting it into practice in your life and sharing it with people in such a beautiful way we appreciate it Anna, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Great. Well, we'll have you back. And uh, thank you for being my guest. And all of you, thank you for listening today to Spirit of Recovery. And have a wonderful week. And we'll be back next week on Spirit of Recovery. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down-to-earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. Committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters-spiritworks.org. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.